I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me today is Kundan Shekhawat, Chief Executive Officer and Founder of Ascent Business Technology. Our topic, risk and resilience in the changing landscape of financial services. So let's start there and talk through what this landscape is. What does it look like now? What's it going to look like? Because we already have pointers as to what's going on. So what are your views on that? This topic, risk and resilience, is something that's very close to my heart. In fact, I've built my career around this, and the company that I run today is predominantly focused on risk and resilience around the world. Well, we'll get into the risk and resilience issues a little later on. But let's, as I said, let's start with the financial services and banking landscape. What are you seeing I think, uh, first of all, to start with the banking financial services, financial sector, as you may call it, that is the backbone of any country, any economy around the world. And, you know, back in the days, you know, a couple of years back, the banking of business was very different than what it is today. There's been a sea change. We all have witnessed a shift from a traditional branch banking to a digital banking era. This kind of a paradigm shift has been possible primarily due to innovations in technology sector. And that's where we see opportunities and challenges. The fact of the matter is that people in the industry, not just in whizzy little fintechs that think they're going to change the world, people in the banking and financial services industry are seeing their, their jobs change. They're seeing how they operate change. They're seeing how their institutions operate change. And this change makes things more efficient, it makes things faster, but that by itself brings increased risk, doesn't it? Absolutely. And I think that the first and the foremost, the adoption of technology has not just given opportunities, but a lot of newer risk, if we may call it, with the changing, uh, you know, if you look at a global risks like natural disasters, a pandemic, never seen before or been seen about 100 years ago. The, the war-like situations, a couple of decades ago, we see it in, in today's time. And uh, to not to forget that, you know, the technology in a way has enabled scenarios like cyber resilience, cyber attacks. So that, I think, by the time the pandemic struck the world, everybody thought it's going to be a cyber attack which will bring the world down or some countries down. But there, there you go, it was pandemic. So the, the kind of risk that we see around today could be anything. The disruptions could come from anywhere. And in my view, the disruption and the risk are here to stay. These risks, the new risks, things perhaps that nobody was thinking about outside academia or science, the pandemic, for example, things that we thought we'd gone past Frankly, from where I sit, war in Europe, we thought that had been consigned to the history books. It certainly hasn't. Those are perhaps the new risks, but there are also increased risks of the speed of activity, of the use of technology and activity. You mentioned cyber attacks. How do we approach, quantify, manage these risks? Or is there not a way of doing so? The top risk from a standard of resilience management or disaster recovery continuity management would fall under primarily the five bigger categories. Technology one being the biggest today. The second would be people. 
And we saw a disruption on people with the way of pandemic was one of those. The third party supplier risk or the supplier risk, as you may call it, uh, because a lot of financial sector is dependent on outsourced entities, a lot of service providers, uh, key suppliers. Premises is definitely one of the critical ones, your infrastructure uh, from the place of work. Although the virtual working has made that a little bit of an obsolete, but I think the premises continues to be a paramount important risk attribute. A newer one that we see as an offshoot to technology is a data risk, which is something that has come to realization very recently now. And what we are starting to see now is these, you know, categorization of risk leads into different kind of instabilities, starting from, you know, geopolitical instability, a volatile commodity market, rising inflation, or you anticipate a continued wave of, you know, global health crisis, uh, pandemic wave one, wave two, or something else that may come up. These would be how I would categorize our a possible risk that can happen or that are happening and the financial sector need to mitigate itself from all of those. How? Simple question, complicated answer, I'm sure. But how do you do that? Can we take some of these risks step by step? What are the things you need to do in each case? Robin, I think the first and the foremost is acknowledgement and approaching it from a governance standpoint. Today's time, I think the senior leadership, uh, the stakeholders or the shareholders at the board level, this has become paramount important element to focus on. That's number one. Once the focus is there, then you start working. Every organization starts to understand that they need to do something about it. Pick up a risk. Let's let's pick up the most recent disruption due to war-like situation in Europe. It was anticipated. People thought it may happen. Nobody really thought it may happen so fast. Now, preparedness is a key to that. You know, were we prepared? Not really. You know, even before pandemic, were we even prepared to a percentage of that? No, we weren't. The world wasn't prepared for pandemic. So preparedness is the first step to doing that. The reason to be prepared is first assess the impact of a business going south. Disruptions will continue to happen. How fast can an organization recover from a disruption or a defined tolerance is the key to the journey towards resilience. And there is already a realization that has come in the financial sector around the world. The speed is the key. You know, depending on where you are in the world, there are certain countries which are moving extremely fast, well-paced, some who are still learning. So I would say the, the how part of the question is in the process and is in realizing that they need to do something about it, acknowledge the risk, prepare for the risk, and you know, start a, a journey, mandate a process from top down within the organizations. Acknowledge the risk, prepare for the risk. It's a bit like having insurance. You don't need it till you need it, but when you do need it, you really need it. What you're talking about there is ensuring continuity of operations. What's the basics? If you're a bank or you're a financial services institution, what are the basic steps? What what do I need to do? Have you got a checklist you can run me through? If you're a bank or a financial institution, the first is continuity of operations. Now, continuity of operations was an in thing for banks where they were doing all of that through a pen and paper strategy. You know, they would have a plan on a piece of paper. Uh, It still happens, right? A lot of banks around the world does maintain it through an Excel word or a pen and paper. 
let's take the scenario of you know the Bank of England. And operational resilience is the new framework, you know, which you know institutes uh, institutes the financial sector in the in the UK to ensure that they are prepared for any kind of disasters. It's not that the disruptions would not happen; would continue to happen. But it says do a preemptive checklist, prepare ahead of it before it happens. Now, how can they do it? The only way they can do it is one, predict the risk and learn from what could happen to what has happened to somebody else, what could happen to you. The second scenario of the same amount of you know, preparedness would be business quantity management was a thing of past, which today has become resilience. Business continuity, crisis management, risk management were independent functions. Today, the operational resilience framework brings everyone together. It says risks are there, assume they will continue to grow more. How do you respond to a risk and recover from a given disaster disruption would be a success criteria for you to say you are resilient. Operational resilience is the phrase you've used. Can we go deeper into that? Because this is your meat and drink. This is what Ascent Business Technology does, I, I assume. Absolutely, yes. It's like saying resilience by design. So what do we do? It's a very simple example. If you fall sick, what do we do? We go to a doctor. How do we not fall sick? You know, we eat on time, sleep on time, take care of ourselves. We don't fall sick. For an operational resilience, it means the for the for ability of the firm and the financial sector as a whole to absorb and adopt the shocks and the disruptions rather and recover at the lowest possible, earliest possible time. So in simple terms, recover from a disruption at the earliest possible time. We're talking very simply here, but I guess that's going to be quite complicated to do. It is. It is indeed quite complicated. So what does Ascent Business Technology itself actually do? How do you help companies? Ascent Business has built a proprietary platform or a product of its own, which ensures a journey towards operational resilience. The journey encompasses a highly innovative technology uh, as an underlying principle to that. It has a fair understanding or greater understanding of the leading standards around the world, including the likes of an ISO 22301, the DRI, the BCI, and different you know, local country-level regulations. In UAE, we, there's a standard called NCMA. You know, in India, there's a standard called NDMA. And so on and so forth around the world, US has FFIC for financial sector. What SN does is, our platform regulates and helps organizations to be uh, compliant in recovery strategies and continuity management strategies. And it has a lot of data integration points to the world leading risk alerting systems, the notification systems. The journey that we take is, you know, somebody would want to get onto the platform by just subscribing it on a click of a button as fast as a couple of minutes or it could go into a higher degree of an enterprise level deployment of a product used in a couple of weeks compared to the traditional couple of months and years of implementation. That's Those are the big differentiators. And we're using a built-in anomaly detections to predict risk. We are also you know, ensuring that the 
the newer additions to the regulators regulations are taken care from the platform what you've actually described to me there is just i i'm thinking about it another source of risk you have to deal with and you have to make sure that banks and financial institutions deal with risk requirement frameworks around the world because no bank is an island anymore not even uh, you know the very smallest domestic bank does not have international links so all these institutions from the very biggest global bank to the very smallest domestic bank has to understand all these issues has to be able to cope with them all has to be able to quantify the risks of them all and be resilient to those risks spot on and uh, i think quantification is a big key uh, and i'll use that word a little bit to elaborate and expand on how banks today are able to quantify with our platform when a disruption happen it is because of an incident and that incident would be a loss of business time or a business for uh, the bank how much you're losing by dollar at an each given minute or an hour or a week uh because of the outage of the services is a key to determining you know how do you quantify that imagine a quantification of an couple of million dollars in your reputation a couple of million dollars in loss of customers uh you know your, your regulatory uh, penalization now this is how we quantify each and every process location incident you know the impact of the business going down and it's it's not very it is complicated we've made it very extremely easy for organizations and the banks to adopt this and uh, you know use it to uh, to best quantify their disruption uh, and return on investments kundan shekhar chief executive officer and founder of ascent business technology thank you very much